Seasonal Bounty, Cameron Davies, and I'm back with another bonus editorial episode. Bonus, because this is the second episode this week, editorial, because I choose the topic. Now, I've gone very Melbourne with this one, and I think it could be really of use to a lot of you, and that is I'm going to talk about coffee. Now, let's start with a few technical juice bits, and then maybe one or two to linger, and then we'll move on to the important business. Okay. First things first, is it an espresso machine in the cafe or an espresso? It is most definitely an espresso machine because it is about espresso as in the pressure. Because what an espresso machine is able to do is to maintain the water under pressure, which allows a few interesting things to happen, including being able to heat up the extremely high temperatures above 100 degrees, in fact, whilst also being able to supply continuous streams of steam. Okay, so that's an espresso machine. Now, what it then does, it then puts that very hot water out under pressure, forces it through a very tightly packed puck of coffee, which is about 15 grams of coffee ground. Okay, now that temperature and the pressure is what gives it that really special, unique flavor. So let's start off with the first coffee, which is the coffee I always order, and that is a long black. Now, a long black is Pretty simple what people want when they order it. That is, they would like a hot, strong, unmolested coffee. Okay, unmolested in the sense there's no sugar or milk or anything else in this coffee. It is just straight hot coffee out of the espresso machine. Now, one of the worst things you can do to a long black is to put water in to cool it down and some of the last for. And the biggest problem is people put in too much water because they think it's going to be cooled down a lot. But look, now you don't. You've got to cool down three or four degrees at most. So only a little bit, and only a little bit of water is necessary. Because too much water takes away the body of the coffee, which is very obvious, and you can really taste that it is very, really ruins the flavor of the coffee. So I might, I go with what was recommended for me by Bruce about three or four months ago now, and I've always done it again and again because it works so well, and that is, can I please have one ice cube in my long black? Which works very well because it's, it brings the temperature down to those couple of degrees it needs to, while it only adds a small amount of water. So that works really well, and I can highly recommend that. Now let's uh, move on. We'll learn a bit of um, Italian coffee lingo. So we've already learned espresso, it's relating to pressure. Now let's look at probably the most popular coffee variety, and that would be a cafe latte. Two Italian words in that name, cafe for coffee and latte for milk, which is exactly what people want. They want a coffee with milk. Now, just like I said in my flavor episode, they want those balance. You don't want to have one over one with the other. So in most coffees, you will find there'll be a single shot of coffee, which is as a shot implies about 30 milliliters. A cup is about 300 milliliters. So the rest of that cup will be milk. So it's about one part coffee to nine parts milk so it shows you just how strong espresso coffee actually is really okay so that is a latte 
And, and the next copy that is very similar to a Lato, but is in fact quite unique in a sense, this is the only copy that is recognised as coming from Australia. And that is a flat white. Now, a flat white, the only difference between a flat white and a latte technically is that a flat white is supposed to have heated milk, but not, not foamed milk. So I, I think this is just a matter of, you, can, you still got to put the heat one through it to make it boil, boil. So it does get a little bit bubbly, but I just simply give the, um, the, the heating jug a bit of a bang on the bench to knock some of the bubbles out. So it kind of makes a bit of a, a thicker latte in a lot of ways, I guess you call it. And again, so it's just a single shot of coffee in the bottom, filled to the top with the, um, the, co the, the hot milk to make a flat white. Now, moving on to a, um, a one of the old favourites at the time is the um, cappuccino. Now, cappuccinos are a bit different to the, the long black and the latte, sorry, the flat white and the latte in the sense that while it does have milk and coffee, it doesn't mix them together, no. So you put in the base of the cup a single shot of coffee, and then you use some heavily frothed milk, so it's got big bubbles in it, and you spoon that out onto the coffee, and what that does, that sits on top of the coffee, and it doesn't mix with the coffee, and it's the person chooses to add sugar and stir it up with a teaspoon. You don't do that, you just let it do that, and you sprinkle it up with the coffee, with chocolate, sorry, and I think that's a little bit of a payback for the fact that they still have access to a pretty un unmolested shot of espresso at the base of that cappuccino so it gives a bit of a compensation for that maybe I'm not sure but that's my guess okay so if you don't like a long black like me you don't have the time or the energy to do it a short black's an option which is simply a single shot of espresso and you'll see it comes in a short cup similar in size to a shot glass you might have at the bar the one thing you'll notice about a short black coffee that's different to a long black is that it often comes complete with a nice little brown coloured foamy froth on top of it. Now that hasn't been added by the barista, no, that is simply because such high pressure and high temperature water has been forced through the coffee, it has actually made some of the coffee beans dissolve. And that is what makes that brown foam on top, which is called the crema. It's called the crema because it's actually quite creamy, lovely coffee flavour without any bitterness. So if people who order a shot black, you might sit and have a little sip of it because I like to sip the crema off the top and then have the shot down and splash it down. Now, another coffee that is similar in style to that is the macchiato. Now, as I said, the crema is the most pleasant part of the coffee. So when you are making a macchiato, you simply put a single shot of espresso into a cup with the crema on top of it, which is lovely. And then you add three at most four flat teaspoons of milk to the side of the cup and then it kind of works its way under the crema and extends it so it's like an extended crema coffee and it's called uh, macchiato meaning stain because you only put enough milk just to stain the coffee it doesn't actually change color of it at all okay and the last coffee i'll speak of is um, a bit of a favorite of lots of you i have mentioned this one in my flavor episodes of um, some bonus of those going back one or two times and that is the mocha, a really great example of matching flavours. And that is because they are more or less opposites of each other. While one is a rich, deep, sweet flavour, the other one is a rich, deep, slightly bitter flavour. 
So the key here is to make sure that you balance it well, because if you don't balance it, that ruins the interest there and makes it very boring. So to do that, I would say the absolute number one trick here is do not add any extra sugar to it than you need to. So when you're making it, I would probably recommend using a, um, a chocolate syrup made without any extra syrup because the chocolate powder you use already has sugar added to it. And then you simply make it like you would a latte. So a single shot with this, some chocolate and the water to refill the cup and that is a mocha. There you go, everyone's happy. Okay, cool. So, look, I did, the other reason I think this is really going to suit everyone at the moment is because a lot more people are buying espresso machines for home. Now, while they aren't exactly the same as the professional espresso machines in relation to what I was talking about in terms of the pressure and the heat and the sun, they do do a reasonable job of it. And the best thing you can do is keep focused on what you're trying to achieve because step one, two, three, that you find that in the manual and I'm, I'm sure there's dozens of YouTube videos out there about what each button does. But what you need to keep focused on is what you want to achieve at the end. And if you keep that as your focus, you will be able to consistently make a good quality cup of coffee. So there we go, I've given you the Melbourne standard expectation of people when, when they get a coffee. And I hope that helps you in two ways. One, when you go to a cafe and drink a coffee and judge it, but also when you make a coffee at home using your uh, espresso machine. Anyway, top of the day to you all, and I'll be back um, next Saturday with a normal market update. So thanks for your time. Bye. Bounty of the season, get it into you.